Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome back. Glad to have you. And uh, the Bill Michaels Show, we continue on. And uh, don't forget, coming up tomorrow night, we've got the Bill Michaels Huddle. It's brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. And Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. And uh, they have cranberry, grapefruit, pineapple, and strawberry flavors. So tomorrow night, 6 to 8. Going to have a good one tomorrow night uh, coming up on the program. So it should be a, should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, Radio Joe Zenzola, it's time to do some buy or sell. Let's do this. In the world of sports, a lot of people say a lot of things. But does it pass the big unit test? Let's play buy or sell. It's time now for some buy or sell. And uh, Radio Joe Zola standing by with all the questions. Let's do it. Bill, the Chicago Bears are not a playoff team. I am buying that. Uh, I don't think Chicago is much of a team to begin with. Uh, I think right now they've got too many offensive problems. Uh, I do not like. Uh, I, I don't like their offense at all. Um, I, I just look. I, I think that Chicago's got a terrific defense, and maybe their defense might get them there. But uh, I, I just, I, I if you kind of go through their schedule, let's look at their schedule, okay? Um, for where they're at. They got by with a win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They beat a bad Carolina team. They lose to the Rams. They lost to the Saints. They lost to the Titans. They're going to lose to Minnesota. And then they have a bye week. Now, coming off of the bye week, they got to travel to Green Bay, and I don't think they beat the Packers. Maybe they beat the Lions. You know, they beat the Lions in a, for the first game of the season in a slim with, I think it was 27-23. The Texans are bad. They could probably beat the Texans. They got Minnesota again, most likely a loss. Jacksonville they should win. Then they got the Packers. So if you go by what I would believe the the wins to be, uh, sitting at five and three right now, they'll lose to Minnesota five and four. They'll lose to the Packers five and five. Beat Detroit six and five. Beat the Texans seven and five. 
lose to Minnesota, seven and six, beat Jacksonville, eight and six, and lose to the Packers, eight and eight. They're probably a 500 team, and I don't think they get into the postseason sitting at 500 right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that the the, the Chicago Bears are not a good team. They're a, they're a decent enough team to get to 500, but they're not a good team, and I'm gonna go with that. Buy or sell. Well, meanwhile, to the west of us, Minnesota has obviously played better, but by herself, they're not a playoff team either. <sighs> I, I'm going to buy that only for the fact that I don't think the Minnesota Vikings have enough to be able to get over the top um, just because they dug themselves a hole so early. Uh, they've given up kind of the defense. So they're sitting at what three and five right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. They beat the Bears. Uh, they'll beat the Bears. Go to four and five. They'll beat the Cowboys. Go to five and five. Beat the Panthers. Go to six and five. Jacksonville seven and five. They'll lose to Tampa Bay seven and six. Beat the Bears eight and six. Lose to New Orleans eight and seven. May you know what? Maybe they get another win. Maybe they beat Detroit for the last game of the year and actually puts them in. That could give them nine wins in this season. So I'm going to say as of right now, no. There's probably a game in there that they shouldn't lose, and they do. But if they get the nine wins, chances, especially if there's an expanded playoff, chances are they get in. But I just don't – I'm going to say – no, I'm going to say they're not a, a postseason team as of right now. I, I'm just uh, – they, they, yeah, I'm going to buy that. They're not a playoff team right now either. Buy or sell. The entire NFC West will make the playoffs. Ooh, that's a good question. That's a great question because you figure Arizona five and three, the Rams five and three, San Francisco's probably the outlier. They'd probably say no there because they're sitting at four and five. No Garoppolo, no Kittle, no Bosa. They're they're banged up everywhere. Even though they've gotten a few players back, the COVID list obviously hurt them, but those guys will be coming back. Um, man, sitting at four and five right now. That's going to be the, is the whether or not they get actually get in. That'll be the question because they're sitting at four and five. They'll lose to the Saints four and six, lose to the Rams four and seven, lose to the Bills four and eight. They'll beat Washington. So they'll go to five and eight, beat Dallas six and eight. I don't know if they're going to beat the Cardinals. Let's just say they beat the Cardinals. They'll go to seven and eight, but then they play Seattle, seven and nine. No, I, I, I think I, I think San Francisco does not get in. So, as much as that West is really really good, and if they're back at full strength, I would probably say yes. But no, I'm going to say that uh, the outlier for them is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm going to sell on that. Uh, the entire NFC West will not make the playoffs. There you have it. Buy or sell. Uh, the AFC is just light years better than the NFC. Oh, another good question. Because you look at the NFC right now with Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. You could even throw the Cardinals and, say, the Rams in there for the top six teams. Would you take them over Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Indianapolis? As far as the top goes, um... You know what? I like the NFC. I think the NFC is still uh, – I think the top two teams in the AFC and the Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs can compete with anybody and beat anybody. But after that, 
I don't know if I'm a full full on believer in the Bills yet. I'm certainly not a believer in Baltimore. I think that, again, I think their defense is good. I just don't think their offense is enough. Tennessee's got to prove something to me in the postseason, and I don't believe in Indianapolis at all. You've still got some up and comers in a team like Miami and Cleveland and the Raiders, but I don't think they're ready to fly yet. Meanwhile, you've got probably five or six legitimate teams atop the NFC. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the. I'm going to sell it. I think the NFC is as good and maybe even a little bit better top to bottom than what the AFC is right now. Buy or sell. All right, last one for you. Obviously, Tiger Woods is the defending champion in the Masters, but buy or sell, it would be stupid to take Tiger Woods over the field this week. Boy, that's a great question. I think I'm going to say yes only for the fact that I don't think Tiger's playing great golf right now. So I would say yes in that regard. Not because it's so tough to be a, to be a repeat champion, but because I think right now you're so top-heavy with anybody that could win it, and even Tiger winning it last year could come back and win it again. Wouldn't it be a kick in the head if Tiger won this thing, though? But uh, I think it would be stupid only for the fact that I don't think Tiger is playing great golf and there's other golfers on the tour right now, such as Justin Dustin Johnson. I think Lefty has a good shot. I think Bubba Watson has a good shot. I think DeChambeau has a good shot. I like a lot of the, guy, the guys that are on this. Uh, I, I don't think Brooks Kepka coming off of surgery is going to be ready to fly, but he's always a guy that's been near the top. So I think it would be kind of crazy to take Tiger this week. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy that. It would be kind of stupid to take Tiger, I think. But you know what? I think if Tiger's there, though, we're all rooting for Tiger to get a win because we didn't think Tiger would get another, another major by any chance. I thought maybe he'd win one, maybe two, but I don't think he ever eclipses Jack when it comes to majors. So I think it would be kind of crazy to take Tiger over the field this week. I'll buy that. That it? That's it. Good, good stuff. There we go. Hey, when we come back, David Bakhtiari – Giving us a lowdown as to what he did this weekend and looking at the rest of the NFC and such. Uh, you're going to hear uh, him. He was on the big show yesterday on 1250 AM, our flagship station out of Milwaukee. And I uh, had a chance to, uh, to listen to a little bit of that. So you're going to find this a little bit interesting. Solomon Wolcott, pro football focus analyst and uh, Sirius XM NFL radio dude. He's going to be joining us coming up here at the bottom of the hour. But right now, got to hear from Radio Joe about his car buying experience. That's right, and I just want to say happy Veterans Day to all of our vets out there who have served our country, both men and women, and I have a deal for you guys. Um, It's a really good deal at Hyundai West Dallas. They are giving out $1,000 rebates on all new vehicles. Now, this isn't just for Veterans Day. This is for the entire month of November. It's part of their Black Friday every day in November. So get a load of this. When it comes to deals, $1,000 rebate for any veterans out there as well as first responders. And then what they have when you walk inside, they have the Black Friday Christmas tree. So you go in and it's loaded with extra savings up to an additional $500 off. So if you pull a card and say it is $500, then you can add that to the $1,000 rebate that you already have. So that's $1,500. And then, on top of that, if you mention my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, 
that's an additional $500. So for veterans and first responders, you can get up to $2,000 in savings. And if you didn't serve, that's okay. You can get up to $1,000 in savings on a new car, which is great to, great to know, great to see. All used cars, you get your option of a $250 gift card of your choice or an extra $250 off price as well. So there's a lot of great deals at Hyundai West Dallas. They were just recognized for their amazing reaction and actions to COVID-19. They still offer free masks to anyone that forgets theirs. They're wiping their showroom down. They're using clean and sanitized desks and pens. If you feel uncomfortable about going into the showroom, they will either come to you or they'll work the deal outside. They're as flexible as flexible can be. And that's all happening at Hyundai West Dallas, where they're Ordinary needs to be extraordinary. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We're back. Hey, our friends over there at Quick Trip want to remind you, what's for dinner? They got some terrific dinners. Terrific dinners. You can take them home, heat them, and eat them. So when you're going to be sitting there watching the Masters tomorrow, you don't want to get up. You don't want to cook. You're just sitting there. You know, you're just kind of intently watching the Masters. Maybe Thursday night football. Whatever it happens to be. That's fine. Go to Quick Trip. Stock up. Just pop it in the microwave. You're sitting back down. You're just grubbing. Your eyes don't even come off the television. Just good meals. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. But don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card along the way as well. So David Bakhtiari, uh, big left tackle for the Green Bay Packers. He was on the big show yesterday, our flagship station, out of Milwaukee. And uh, one of the uh, hosts there, Sparky, asks for more elaborate answers if he's actually going to be playing against Jacksonville. The last time we talked to you on Friday, you said, yeah, probably, when I asked you if you're playing uh, against the Jaguars. Don't ask that. I- I'm looking for a little bit more certainty this week. Like, yes, I'm absolutely playing, Sparky. That would be good. Uh, or, yes, Don't I'll definitely it. be on the field this week, Gary and Leroy. Like, any of those answers, I think, would be better than, yeah, probably, on Friday. No pressure, though. Go ahead, David. So, so my next question is... Hey, man, is, shut I'm up. Gonna... I'm done. I turned his mic up. Go ahead, David. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a chance. Oh, that's even worse than on Friday, man. So there you go. There's a chance. There's a chance. Uh, he did get a chance, though, to sit down and watch uh, the Saints, who uh, the Packers knocked off, take on the Buccaneers, who the Packers got beat by. Take a listen. Any given Sunday, that that's, was the first thing that came in my mind when I was watching it. Um, it doesn't matter how good you are. At the end of the day, it's the best team that shows up on game day. And that, that was a prime example of it right there. Um, even when, you know, the closer the teams are in uh, talent level or how, you know, I would say that they're both on the higher, like both top end teams in the NFC, it's who's better that day. And clearly the Saints came to play. So he talks then uh, about the offensive line. There's, there's a lot of reasons the offensive line is, is so highly rated when you look at pro football focus. But uh, number one thing is probably because there's so many guys on that offensive line that are versatile. They can play numerous positions. Um, it really kind of early on in my career, uh, obviously I started at right tackle. I, I was at – actually, I started at left tackle when I got to the Packers, and then I got moved to right tackle. So I had to know both. They never really okay. played me at guard early on. 
but it really just kind of depends on who you are. Like Corey only plays center. They have me, you know, ever since kind of early on in my career, I've only been left tackle and they, they don't switch me, even though like I've asked to learn how to snap just cause I just think it'd be fun. But, uh, it, it certain guys, they, they, especially if you don't have a specific position, if you're not a starter, they want you to know multiple. So definitely the backups, like backup tackle needs to know left and right. He, and he practices both throughout the week. Same with guards. Most interior guys have to do center and guard. If you're not a starting left or right guard, you do center and guard. Uh, and Lucas actually, one of our starters, Lucas Patrick, he's done. He keeps doing center and guard as a potential backup. And same thing with Elton. Now, Elton's background is he played all over in college, so he's pretty versed among the line, which is easy for him. So if and now this is one of the uh, well, what if if David Bakhtiari ever thought about playing on the defensive front? What position would he play defensively? Yeah, say if they had a lot of injuries, right? You had to go on a defense. Would you be a good defensive end or a good defensive tackle? Um, I want to say DN, but I think my weight would probably put me more at a D tackle, a pass rushing D tackle. Tom and David Bakhtiari, uh, the Packers all pro. They come to that, Steve. Left tackle, it better not. Well, we hope not. Better not. <laughs> Please, Lord help us. No, no. Definitely both ways. For, for, for the opposing team, because uh, I, I got to say, I got some moves now. I know how. Okay, to, I know okay. so much about the, my position. I know. How, I know what frustrates me. So, by the way, the voices you hear there, Gary Ellerson, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, and Leroy Butler. So, he was then asked, look, some of the guys, Packers defensively speaking, if you talk to them about how to help them out with their moves when it comes to pass rush. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we exchange information. You know, I'll tell, like, Darius Preston or primarily Darius and Preston. I'll let them know, like, hey, I like that move that you did in practice today when we were competing against each other. Or, you know, like, hey, I don't think that's really you, <laughs> but I, I appreciate you trying it. Um, you know, we'll kind of have that kind of conversation. The younger guys, they're still trying to figure themselves out. So I, at least in how I feel I need to address them is more of trying to speed them up. So instead of waiting for them to find it out, I'm like, hey, look, this is what, this is what like, you do well and you should focus on. Instead of having them try to think, well, should I focus on this? Let me try this. And then eventually they get around to it. It's like, let's just kind of, speed up this whole process. Look, this is what you should be doing. This is what you shouldn't be doing. This is what works well against a guy like me. This is what doesn't work well. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of help those guys out because they're still figuring themselves out where, like, Preston Zedarius, he's more established veterans. They kind of – they already have their identity, know who they are and what they do. So he was asked additionally because COVID obviously has become – you know, um, you know, so impactful throughout the league. And he was asked about, uh, you know, how, how COVID has impacted him specifically. Well, obviously limiting contacts, number one thing. The second thing is, you know, we go through all of our protocols. I mean, I have, I've been COVID tested every single day since I got back and started training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, we wear contact tracers every day when we go into work. I, they take my temperature like three different times. I have to fill out a survey every single time I walk in the building. Um, you know, I have to wear a mask at all times, especially now since we're in the intensive protocol. It's even while I'm working out, the only time I'm not wearing a mask is when I'm playing football. And even then they put those pseudo masks on our face masks. So, uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the main thing is that they really take all the precautions necessary. And beyond that, it's at certain points like, hey, you take all the steps and, I mean, 
if you get it, you get it at that point. Right. You know, we, we can only do so much other than that. You get, you have to go about your business. So, uh, yeah, the, the one thing that is a little different is obviously you be with someone the next day. It's like, Oh, they're, they tested positive. They're gone. Right. And they go through the contact tracing and seeing, you know, did this person spend, you know, they have a certain time limit. They would say would be, uh, you know, close contact exposure, which would then deem you to be on the, the COVID list. But if you didn't spend, I think it's like 15 minutes, I want to say, um, if you didn't spend more than 15 minutes or if you don't live with that person, because then they also ask, do you live with anyone on the team? Then you're, you're good to go. He was uh, asked then about Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers obviously playing at an incredibly high level right now, an MVP type of season. I mean, if he continues to put up these incredible numbers and the Packers continue to win. So he was asked about Rodgers playing at the high level, also doing it with the help of the offensive line and coaching along the way. Yeah, uh, he, he's, he's playing at a very, very high level. And the offensive line, you know, you got to give credit to the, our uh, O-line coach, Adam Senevich. He's done a great job prepping the guys. And we've had people, just like in my instance, where you can't predict what can happen out there in the field, but the fact that guys can go into different parts, you know, go into different places along the uh, along the line, and we can still operate our offense speaks one to the preparation of the guys, two to our offensive line coach, and three, you know, not being not being ignorant to the fact that the play caller, you know, you have to give also Matt Lafleur credit. Uh, he's not being ignorant to the fact that who's out there, what like which plays would be effective. Like I don't think, you know, a seven to seven step drop with like a, a double move or triple move is pretty smart with, you know, two starters down along the off- offense line or not adding in at least a extra blocker or mm-hmm. throwing chips on both sides. Like he's very aware of that. And I think that's something that's been kind of lost. You have to, you know, I, I, I want to give credit to Matt. Like that's, that's a huge thing that, that takes a lot, like that helps take stress off of uh, our position. And then also, you know, Aaron, Aaron has also been helping out and it's been great. It's, I think everyone has gotten a little more accustomed to this offense. And on the other side, I think the coaches have gotten more accustomed to their personnel. And I think that's where you're seeing a lot of the synergy and this big jump when you look at numbers this year compared to last year. So speaking of numbers, when you compare this year to last year, last year not a great year when it came to third down performance. This year they've been much, much better. So what has been the difference on third down for this team? Offensively, you guys are significantly better uh, converting third downs this year on offense uh, than you were last year at this same uh, point in time. What would you kind of point the finger to as, as far as what's changed? Aaron? That's a good he's, way to put that. I mean, it, it's just being honest. Mm-hmm. Aaron's more confident in the offense. He yep. also has more of his voice in saying, that, look, this is what I like. This is, these are my go-to. Like, I feel comfortable. I know where to put the exact of the ball, the right timing, based on whatever that they're going to give me. And now it's, I think, the synergy between the play call and the knowledge of knowing where to go and especially where your outlets are based on what the defense presents you. We were, um, I think, that, that's, I think that, that is the number one biggest thing. So there you go. That was David Bakhtiari on the big show yesterday. And uh, obviously 
uh, a lot to say about uh, the way this team has been performing. Let's do this. We'll come back and talk more about the way this team is performing because uh, we're going to be joined next by Solomon Wolcott, former uh, NFLer himself, pro football focus analyst and Sirius XM NFL radio.com guy. So let's do this. We'll step away, come back, take a, take a quick look at uh, what's going on with the Green Bay Packers. Also got some Masters talk coming up. We're going to hear from Matt LaFleur after the top of the hour. Hey, most of us are starting to think about packing away the grill. I don't. I keep my grill out damn near year-round, but some of you already have. Hey, listen up. If you need meats for some of the hearty soups and stews or your famous chili, uh, check out our friends at Schulze Family Farms uh, Beef. SchulzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E. Great for a weeknight dinner, that big game. And you can check out their Facebook page, too, by the way, for some great recipe ideas like chili con carne and so much more. And all throughout the month, they've got eat uh, some uh, ready-to-eat Instapot dinners complete with seasonings. You can order those as well. Order your quality Wisconsin pasture-raised meats online. You can choose from curated gift boxes, or you can create your own, or you can sign up for a convenient monthly subscription. Your beef is packed in dry ice, shipped right to your doorstep just a couple of days. And we all know with COVID on the rise, great way to cut down on trips to the grocery store. And don't forget to pre-order your holiday full tenderloins and prime rib, uh, rib roast right now because they're going to sell out fast. Every order in November includes a free bottle of award-winning Fox Brothers Smokehouse and Eatery Barbecue Sauce as well. How about that? A gift box or a gift certificate makes a great holiday idea also. So many things right now at SchulzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Again, that is Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Solomon Wilcott's joining us next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Glad to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show continues on. Beautiful blue skies, but a lot cooler temperatures on this Wednesday, Veterans Day. Thanks to all our servicemen and women and our veterans out there, we can't say thank you enough. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our buddy from Pro Football Focus, the analyst there, Sirius XM NFL Radio, Solomon Wilcox, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Solomon, how you been? Oh, I'm doing great, and it's uh, great to be on with you today. Glad to have you, as always. So uh, we're now past the halfway point of the season, and uh, we know uh, there's cream of the crop on both sides uh, of, of the, the aisle, so to speak. Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, very good. We've got some uh, – really, the, the uh, NFC West is really solid. I don't think San Francisco is going to quite make it because of the injuries. But give me your thoughts in the NFC after the first half of the season. Well, yeah, you know, it just it seems like the momentum keeps shifting, right? Well, just when you think it's Seattle, you know, they lose two of their last three ball games. The defense appears to be leaking oil. One minute you're thinking it's Green Bay. They get dismantled by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then you shift over to Tom Brady, and you think that Tampa is maybe the team to beat. They almost lose. Um, to the New York Giants, and then just get the doors blown off by the New Orleans Saints. And I think that's where we're kind of back. We're back at the New Orleans Saints and believing that maybe they're the team that's trending in the right direction. They came in, at least by our PFF database, as one of the strongest teams, one of the strongest rosters. 
built to win in 2020. Uh, but when they stumbled early, we kind of backed off a little bit. Now I think we find ourselves right back with the New Orleans Saints, a team that despite having had some key players missing early on, they're still highly productive, still able to win, and they appear to be getting better at this point in the season heading into the second half. So looking at the Saints, um, and I, I tend to agree with you, I think they're probably one of the more – they were my Super Bowl pick to begin with, and I haven't backed off of that. But So it, when they get back to full strength for what they've got, I think they've got good pieces on both sides of the ball, and they've got a coach and a quarterback that have both been there, done that. Uh, is, is that the nod that you're giving, or do you think that Tampa Bay has a legit shot at getting even better defensively figuring out the Saints? Well, no, Tampa has a really good shot. I mean, if you just look at the last sample size, I mean, the Saints have won five in a row. I mean, they beat uh, Tampa in the first game. I don't think that we could sit here today and say, well, despite losing two games within their division to the New Orleans Saints, Tampa's the better team, right? You can't, you can't say that and still hold on to some kind of credibility. Uh, I think if you look at it between, uh, say, Tampa and the New Orleans Saints, the Saints have a program where the coach and the quarterback have been together for almost, what, a decade, uh, or maybe more. And then you get a defensive personnel that have been together for the last five years. You get you just have a program, the players, the personnel, the coaching staff, they've all been there for a longer period of time where Tampa, remember, it was a team one year ago with Jameis Winston, but they were still in the first year of that offense by Bruce Arians, and now many of them are in their second year. Tom Brady has come over with Gronk and Antonio Brown, their first-year components. And so they're in the infancy of what they're trying to build, and we expect that team to trend toward a Super Bowl. And when you really step back from it all, when was the last time the NFL has had a team that had the superstar team? through a bunch of great players together, and in one year they went and won a Super Bowl. It doesn't happen very often. It's yeah. never happened. I just tell you that it's never happened. So I think mean, that's why you have to step back and say one program, just by comparing the Saints and Tampa, one program has been there together, even during a global pandemic and no off season, no preseason games. If you were to say which one is maybe more suited to win and win now, you would have to I think all the indicators point towards the New Orleans Saints, even though I'm still bullish on the Bucks, I would say I'm buying even more stock in the New Orleans Saints right now. Talking with Solomon Wolcott, pro football focus analyst and also Sirius XM NFL radio as well. Now we go over to the AFC side. Pittsburgh unblemished Big Ben. Looks like he's going to be able to come off the COVID list and play after that injury as well this past week. Kansas City is still extremely good. Buffalo, it's it's tough to buy into a team that hasn't won it yet, but Buffalo is certainly making a case for itself. Baltimore's there. Tennessee's there. You can even go through Indianapolis, Miami, and even the Raiders to a certain extent. They're pretty deep on the AFC side. Give me your thoughts there. Well, I think you have to say Kansas City is the leader in the clubhouse. They, I think they have the best momentum. They have the track record. I mean, they're 17-1 and in their last 18 games. And Patrick Mahomes just not he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't throw interceptions. Twenty five and one um, in terms of touchdown to interception ratio. They've diversified the offense is that um if if it comes down to it on a bad weather day, they can protect the ball by leaning on their offensive line in their running game with Clyde Edwards and Lair and, and hopefully for them, Le'Veon Bell. They they've proven it. And even defensively, Steve Spagnuolo, he has a defense that 
um, when they really focus in on it, led by Chris Jones up front, they can be very dominant defensively, even though they did just give up 30-plus points to the upstart Carolina Panthers. So, to me, I think it's Kansas City, but, hey, Pittsburgh is very close close by. I mean, the 8-0 record is very impressive. Um, they've always traditionally played the Chiefs very, very close. They're physical teams. So I think those two teams are, are out in front. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, we respect. Simply, they've got the, the great – I think they have the best defense. Um, but when you're a team that's led by the running game and your, your quarterback is your best runner, what happens again? That It remains. What happens if you have to play from behind if you are the uh, Baltimore Ravens? We know that they deserve respect. They're physical. They're going to take the ball away from you. The defense is going to score, but when – uh, the quarterback has to drop back and play from the pocket. That's where they tend to be maybe more of a liability, even though I'm not going to underestimate what Lamar Jackson's bringing to the table. The AFC is loaded with teams that I think still have maybe that one little question mark, say a team like uh, Baltimore, can the quarterback play when they're playing from behind? The Buffalo Bills defensively, where they've been good over the past years, Josh Allen has been awesome. But now the defense at times tend to give up 30 or more points, jeopardizing their ability to be very consistent. Um, the Raiders are a team that's coming on. So are the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Dolphins, I think, is a team that many of us ought to really pay attention to because I think their defense is better than some of the top-ended teams within the conference. So we have to continue to monitor. But at the halfway point, I'm going to say the AFC is much better and much deeper than I thought they were at the beginning of the season. Uh, real quick, uh, you, we've got a pretty good race right now. Three, four, five, six people could possibly win the MVP. Give me your, uh, give me your kind of breakdown and kind of your front runner right now for the MVP at halfway point. You know, Russell Wilson, and because he hadn't had a disastrous game, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, uh, he turns the ball over four times. I don't know when the last time I've been able to say that Russell you know, turn the ball over that much. Two interceptions, two fumbles, led 16 points for the Bills and a 10-point win. So that really played a role in the Bills' ability to win the game. I still will put him on the list, but I don't know that. I think right now I'm going to put Patrick Mahomes ahead of him considering how well Patrick protects the ball. So right now Patrick is back in uh, the front runner in that race. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is also still part of the conversation. He continues to be stellar. We all have to look back to the game when he played Tampa. That was the game, I think, that brought him down. But I, that, he's still a strong front runner. And I think those are the three quarterbacks that I would mention. And then I think we got to pay attention to what the season that Alvin Kamara is having. He's trending toward having 1,000 yards receiving, 1,000 yards rushing, much like Christian McCaffrey did one year ago. Now, I know many people don't talk about running backs winning or MVP. I think you have to consider them. If Dalvin Cook continues to play the way he has the last two weeks and they end up uh, going deep into the postseason, the Minnesota Vikings get back into the playoff race, there's no way you're going to be able to keep his name out of the MVP conversation. Great stuff as always, Solomon. We appreciate it, and we'll get you on later on down the road as the season starts to culminate, okay? All right, guys. All the best to you. Take care. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Solomon Wolcott, pro football focus analyst, Sirius XM, NFL radio as well. Love talking to him. Always good. And uh, more on the analytical side when you start to really kind of break things down, giving you the overview at the halfway point of the NFL season. 
He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Been telling you about the great deals right now up north. If you're looking to socially distance yourself, if you're looking for uh, winter stuff to do, Pine Mountain Resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan, fantastic. Right now, they've got ski weekends. If you book before Christmas, they're going to give you two lift tickets for free. Go to PineMountainResort.com. That is PineMountainResort.com. Or they've got some great packages right now at the Four Seasons Island Resort. That is in Pembine, Wisconsin. And if you're a snowmobiler, once the snow starts to fly there, remember, snowmobiles, not only do they have trailer parking, but they have snowmobile parking up there as well. And head up to uh, the Four Seasons WI.com. That is the Four Seasons WI.com. A lot of great deals right now from both of those fine, fine resorts up north. Stay tuned. Some predictions. Masters next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Jaguars Sunday at noon here at Lambeau Field. Jacksonville now 1-7, having lost their last seven games. And head coach Doug Marone, who's been with the team since 2017, says he and his coaching staff are likely going to bench some starters. I mean, you know, you're fighting out there every week and, you know, those guys are fighting hard and we're fighting hard in here. So, you know, we're going to continue to keep doing that and, and see how we can get the best guys out there and best combinations, best scheme, you know, because obviously, you know, we're, we're away from, you know, a lot of the principles that we've we, we've built on to try to, you know, win games. With nothing to lose, the Jaguars defense will be looking to blitz Aaron Rodgers, Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. If you have a feeling that somebody's going to be rushing multiple people at you, you don't want to be having those long developing seven step concepts either because that gives them a much better opportunity to to hit home so i think we got to be mindful of that and make sure we look at everything and understand uh how to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands yet still gain yards and and have success that's Matt Fleur in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show Our friends at Van Horn Automotive want to remind you they want to buy your car, or maybe you want to buy a car from them. Either way, you can get it all done even online if you choose to do so. Simply go to vanhornauto.com. That's vanhornauto.com. Again, vanhornauto.com for everything that they offer, and they follow all the CDC guidelines. So when you go in and you want some of that new car smell, you can get that as well and feel safe in doing it. Otherwise, simply go to vanhornauto.com. Time now for some master predictions. And I'm going to go into the studio first because, uh, Joe, you're the golf enthusiast in the house. So uh, you tell me who you got this weekend uh, when the Masters get fired up tomorrow. I'll ride the hot hand. I'll go Dustin Johnson. Uh, back in the summer, he had uh, back-to-back rounds from hell. He had two 80s. I mean, that's just that's just crazy for any golf bro. Um, but it does happen to the best of them. And ever since, he has really gotten things together, and he's won – He's won a handful of tournaments. He has just been on top of everything. His putting's been um, on the mark as well. So I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. But if I had to pick a second guy, 
And this guy is going to break through. And I'm not just picking him because of the ridiculous shot he had the other day, skipping it across the water. But I think John Rahm is ready to win a major. Um, so if not Dustin Johnson, John Rahm will be my second pick. So there you go. John Rahm and uh, Dustin Johnson. Uh, we got Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass answering all the calls. Evan, who you got in this one? Well, if Dustin Johnson is off the board, uh, I think my next guy would be Justin Thomas. I think he, I mean, he's been playing really great golf recently. I, it's hard to go away with him or Justin Thomas. If I had to pick kind of like an outlier, maybe someone who has an outside chance, I think I would go Brooks Kepka. I know he's coming off of injury and he has kind of had some time off, but I think if anybody can make up uh, strokes pretty much anywhere and come back from an injury, it's Brooks Kepka. Yeah, Kepka's a guy that uh, I kind of look to, and if he didn't have the knee surgery, I might say that it would be Kepka. I, I really like Dustin Johnson. I like Kepka. Uh, who was the – was it Colin uh, Morikawa uh, was the guy that won the PGA Championship? Yes. I like him uh, as well. Another guy that was in the running last year never really got there was Tony Finau, and he's obviously had a history there after uh, the par three in which he hit the hole-in-one and then snapped his ankle and then put it back into place and kept playing, which is phenomenal to me. But nevertheless, he's another guy that I look to. Uh, but you, you, as much as I want to say that uh, I, I this is who it's going to be, I, I still think Justin uh, or uh, Roy McElroy could be a guy uh, that could win this thing. Uh, but I also look at it and think, uh, it may be somebody who we don't know. You know, somebody that uh, maybe is on the cusp, Z- Xander Chauflay, uh Webb Simpson, something like that, a Patrick, we- uh, Patrick Reed. But if I'm going to have to take somebody, I know Dustin Johnson was Joe's pick, but Dustin Johnson's playing some fantastic golf right now. Dustin Johnson, Danny Willett is another one that I think is playing really, really well right now. Uh, and they're talking about him a lot. I saw this morning that uh, Andy North was talking about him. So Danny Willett might be another choice. Uh, keep uh, keep an eye on him. But I'm, I'm going to have to go Dustin Johnson. So there you have it. All right. When we come back, head coach, your Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur. You're going to hear from him. We'll do some more Super Bowl predictions. Gary Ellerson, my partner for the Green and Gold postgame show, also a co-host on the 1250 AM flagship station out of Milwaukee, the afternoon show, the big show. Going to hear from him coming up in a little bit as well. Stay uh, Stay around. Because we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Another hour yet to go on this fine Wednesday, but more so on this Veterans Day. And thank you again to all the servicemen and women, to all the veterans. Thank you, thank you so much for what it is you do for us. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. In Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. 
See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.